We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and today... It's a Miami Monday, so you know what we do to get you through the worst day of the week. We tailor the show just a little extra Miami, help you get on through it. So, going to have music from a local Miami artist throughout the show. Also, going to check in with the Joe Rose Show. He played for the Dolphins. They got some Hollywood headlines for you. Hollywood, that's my dude right there. Can't wait to hear what he has to say. Dan Levitard Show has Stugat's weekend observations. Then my dude dudes, Hawk and Crowder. They're talking ribs with Aronde Gatson. So you know that is going to be a lively one. Of course, you can always hashtag Miami Monday on Twitter at Dan Day Radio. If I like what makes you so Miami, I may just read it out on the air. But right now, let's read out some headlines. The Wizards, Davis Bertans, will sit out the NBA restart July 31st in Orlando. The forward is in a contract year. Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa recently revealed his celebrity crush, Shania Twain. Twain responded that he has good taste. Former Canes QB Jaron Williams will transfer to Garden City Community College in Kansas. This Sunday, ESPN will air a documentary on The Decision. The show will take an in-depth look at LeBron James deciding to play in Miami back in 2010. Racing legend Richard Petty attended today's NASCAR race at Talladega in Alabama to stand in solidarity with Bubba Wallace after a noose was hung in Wallace's garage. Wallace spearheaded a movement to ban the Confederate flag from NASCAR races. The PGA Championship will be played August 6th through 9th in San Francisco. No fans will be in attendance. And now, let's do it. Let's take a step into the day spa. Ah. In an attempt to avoid a traffic citation, a Missouri man ditched his car and floated down a river, but was later caught and arrested. Not me. A man in Spain recently rode his stationary bike for 297 hours straight. Boring. A petition is circulating to rename Columbus, Ohio, Flavortown. The name would be an homage to Columbus native Guy Fieri. Flavortown, baby! An 18-year-old in Australia claims he was denied entry into a bar due to his mullet. Ah, the glory of the mullet. A British man is planning the first social distance monogamous alfresco sex party. Eh? Social distance monogamous alfresco sex party. <sighs> now on to weather. Tonight's forecast, cloudy with temperatures around 80. You get up. 
you get some Joe. The Joe Rose Show, weekday 6 to 10, right here on 560. The Joe, Hollywood got those headlines for you right here, right now. And now, it's time for Hollywood's Headlines. Without further ado, here's Hollywood. All right, the award-winning segment, Hollywood's Headlines, and I give you Hollywood himself. All right, gentlemen, a rough weekend for Dallas Goddard. Did you guys see the uh, video that popped up of him? Oh. And they called it a bar fight, but it wasn't much of a fight. This was in South Dakota. He was out to, uh, to dinner with his family, and uh, you'll see in the video, a guy just kind of comes from the... The blind side there punches him right across the face, knocking him out cold. So a rough weekend for uh, for Dallas Goddard. He ended up being okay. I had to go to the hospital after this, but uh, did end up being okay. Well, if we were having this conversation with Crowder, as I used to in the afternoon, he would have said at this point, Dallas went to sleep sleep after getting punched that hard. Because he, <laughs> he went to the floor, and it didn't look like he was moving at that point. I mean, if that was a bar fight, I don't think anyone bothered to tell Dallas Goddard right. he was in a fight because he just got absolutely clock and, and what I used to say when I would see knockouts like that in, in like UFC fights I call that taking a dirt nap like he was yep. out cold before he even hit the ground did, did they ever like reveal Hollywood like what like why he was punched did the guy who punched him have, have a reason no was we don't have a motive some yet, kind of a Donna, dispute we're, we're, we're waiting on a motive here the guy just comes Seriously. like if you're watching the video the guy just comes out of nowhere and punches him like right across the face it's a wild video savage and but again to Sleep call that a bar fight yeah it's not exactly a bar fight. No, he I've, didn't, uh, Goddard didn't know I've, he was involved in the fight. I've unfortunately been right. I've unfortunately been in one of those college type of atmosphere fights, and I kind of knew the fight was going on. I think Dallas was looking for another drink. Speaking of fights, by the way, Dono, I know you're a big UFC guy. I got to tell you, the UFC did another pretty good job. I thought on Saturday putting that event on. Um, I've just, I've actually been pretty impressed with what Dana White's been able to do with the UFC. It, it's the one thing that, like, um, has as a sports fan. It's kind of made me feel normal, like over the past few months, and and like they, they've had certain fights that have been you know like called off or postponed, like anything involving Khabib because he wasn't able to get out of Dagestan to go you know to go fight. So they've had to change around a few fights, but still like they, they've been steadily putting on what feels like a couple of shows a week for the past few months. So listen, I, I appreciate the fact that it looks like they're going the extra mile to try and keep their athletes as safe as possible, which is it's impossible to keep everyone a hundred percent safe with these times. But, yeah, the UFC's been doing a nice job, man. I thought the uh, the main event, Dono, the heavyweight fight wasn't great, but the co-main event, the one before it, uh, what was it, a featherweight fight, was really yes. good. Yeah, which usually tends to happen. A lot of people sleep on the on the featherweights and, and the flyweights because, oh, I don't care about watching, like, 145-pounders, but sometimes they end up having the best fights. I thought that heavyweight fight was in the last 30 seconds. You had one guy that looked like Drago. The other guy was, like, what, 20, <laughs> 30 pounds overweight. I just thought, I thought for sure we were going to have a knockout in that one, and they ended up just rolling around on the ground most of the thing. Well, usually, yeah, you're talking about the Blades Volkov fight. Yeah, usually, Volkov. W- when you have when you have a heavyweight fight that doesn't end in the first five minutes, unless you have like two of the best athletes, like if you're talking about the Stepes and uh, and the DCs, like if one of those guys isn't involved, usually when you have a five round heavyweight fight, that's not a good thing because usually these guys don't have the gas to keep it exciting that long. Yeah, you can't put two heavyweights in the uh, in the ring for five rounds. Are you kidding me? 
That's coming from me right there. Heavyweight, <laughs> five rounds. Good God. And then speaking of heavyweights here, guys, you see how Jamie Foxx is bulking up because he is going to be playing the role of Mike Tyson uh, in an upcoming movie here. Fox says his daily workout regimen, 60 pull-ups, 60 dips, 100 push-ups. Changing Man. the top half of his body here for this role as uh, as Mike Tyson. He's going to get up to 216 pounds when shooting begins. I, I think he'd be a good Tyson too, right, Zach? And it's like a, yes. Jamie Foxx is just, he's like a really versatile actor. Like he was able to play Ray Charles. Like it, And I also, like, I, and he's got to put on weight for sure. So I appreciate what he's doing. He's probably going to have to eat some donuts and maybe take some pharmaceuticals as well to bulk up the Tyson levels. But I think he's going to be a really good Tyson. I think if you're bulking up to try to be like Tyson, you got to go to get that. That Mexican meat that those guys have been eating the uh, steroids yeah. in them. Right? Right, that might exactly. be the best part for. It. I'll tell you what. <laughs> when I heard about this with Jamie Fox, it's a must-watch for me when this thing comes out. A Tyson biopic. Sign me up for that. You know, I like to sometimes go out of order when we have a good segue because Zach talked about bulking up here, and um, how about bulking up Joey Chestnut? Zach, you had the uh, you had George uh, Shea on with you yes. on Friday, right on Instagram yes. Live, but uh, Joey Chestnut says he's going for the record of 77 hot dogs. They're going to have the hot dog eating contest on July 4th. Still going to go down in a secret location. Did you get any information right. on that, by the way? A remote location. He's not announcing, obviously. Eating Island or be. something? Yeah, they're going to have it on yeah. Fight Island or Eating Island. Right, right. <laughs> he, did, he will Island. not disclose. Right. There's going to be, I think, eight men and six or eight women also in their George set on Friday. And he said that he's trying to get the best of the best to come in here and do this, but Plenty of people are reaching out to him saying they want to be involved. They just can't do too many at once. But she did say that Joey is getting ready to break the record. So there it is right there. So hopefully we will see that. I'm just happy it's still happening. Because if we went through July 4th and didn't have that hot dog eating contest, you know we're going through something bad here in the country. Dude, July 4th, it's one of my favorite, it might be my favorite holiday outside of maybe Christmas. And and a big part of that is the eating contest. And right. sometimes, like, my wife thinks I'm crazy because, Zach, I don't just watch the eating contest. I watch the pregame buildup. Like, right. th th like, there was a 30 for 30 that came out last uh -huh. year about Kobayashi versus Joey Chestnut. And I watched that on the morning of the 4th of July from, like, 10 a.m. to noon to, like, build up to the actual eating contest itself. And then my wife sat down with me and watched, like, five minutes of the actual eating. And then, like, she wanted to hurl, like, w watching, you know, the hot dogs and the buns and dipping it in the in the iced tea and stuff. So she thinks I'm absolutely crazy, but I love it, man. That, that eating contest to me. That has been appointment viewing for me. I, I think oh, yeah. I discovered it around, like, I don't know, 2006, 2007. So we're talking 13, 14 years. I watch it every single year. Yeah, I told George Shea that the only time I ever look like I might be getting sick during eating contests when they start dipping the bread in like the fruit punch, you know, just to try to get it down or the iced tea or the even the water at this point because it looks gross. And he <laughs> just said that is such a strategic thing in there. That's the only way to do it. If you try yep. to eat the bread normally, no chance you get through it. And then final story for you guys here this morning. The name Karen is going away sadly here. Babynames.com uh, <laughs> tells us that there's been a 75% decrease in the <laughs> name Karen. Wait a minute. Really? I, well, can you blame them? Like, who, who wants to thing. name their kid Karen now? I, I feel really ah. bad for anyone that's actually named Karen. My mom, guys, my mom's name is Karen. Yes, yeah, and I got to admit, oh. that's very I, I, I have been. I, I don't know how long ago this thing came out, like two or three months, but I, I got to admit, every time I see people on Twitter joking about Karens, I feel a little bit triggered by it because my mother's name is Karen, and she is an incredibly intelligent 
educated, loving, wonderful woman. And so every time I see this Karen slander, I get angry about it, man. Is there a male equivalent to Karen? Oh, that's Ooh, a there question. isn't, right? Like, there's no male Karen. Got to be like Kirk or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been so there's a, there's a hashtag on Twitter. Karen's gone wild. <laughs> And I, I will click on that at any time it's trending just to see what's going on in that world. I mean, some of those videos are wild, man. Wow. I can't believe that. So rest in peace to, to the Karen name. I can't believe that. Well, no, not. I mean, not only anyone's naming their kid Karen anytime soon here. Well, the thing is, like, I mean, trying, oh, okay. Did you see we, the we, recent we, video? The, the lady in the, um, was it like the New York bagel shop? Yeah. Who, who refuses to wear the mask and people are like, you I know, saw upset. And then yeah. she, she walks over and coughs on them before she leaves. Oh. The best part so of that video is like the, the end of it when she's walking back to grab her food after she coughs on the people and she looks up and she sees the guy filming her. Oh, and yeah. you see that look. <laughs> like you, face, can just, right. you can see the moment when she turns from like tough guy to like, I'm destroyed. Like you can just the, see oh, the man. moment. The New York Post did a story on internet struggles with what to call male Karens. And the first two names they came up with are Tucker and Brandon. Tucker. Brandon, that's a Brandon. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. Well, yeah. Is this what's well, happening? Well, well, so oh. somebody texted in, guys. He said men Karens are called Bobs, which again that that triggers me all over the place because my my mother Karen has a brother named Bob. So this is they're wow. going after my family. Wow. Someone said Jeremy, Jeremy, Jason, Scott, and Tucker got a few votes, and Dwight <laughs> did also, according Dwight. to the article. <laughs> right. Where are people making wow. these names up from? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And Todd, he said Todd got a lot of votes too, yeah. The funniest wow. male Karen video I saw over the weekend had to be the Walmart guy from Florida. Oh, my God. He goes he goes charging into that Walmart because he doesn't want to put on a mask, and he goes charging in, and the guy pulls the rug right out from under him, and he just goes <laughs> falling right on his face. It's just a fit. And the people taking the video are laughing at him. Hysterical. Right. They're hysterical laughing at that point. Aye, aye. It is so, weird so, the lengths that people will go to not put on that mask. So you've been following the hashtag uh, Karen Goes Wild. You should Karen's Gone Wild. Now. How about male Karen? Hashtag male Karen. That's another funny one also. I just think it's just too. a male yeah. Karen. Like, I don't know that there's an, a, a male equivalent. God, if your name, I mean, some of the ones in here. Jeremy is too chill to be a Karen, someone said. Otherwise, like, the, the names in this article are hysterical. But I think Dwight Todd Tucker. Is a good one. Todd, I'm gonna go with Todd. Right. Although it's funny because you know Hollywood mentioned you know the name Karen is like 75 percent down. It, it seemed like that one was kind of dying anyway. Like I, I don't know how much you like. I, I'm sure that the recent recent hash, hashtags deserve some of the blame, but I, I don't know. I know a lot of people having kids. I don't know of a whole lot of people naming their kids Karen at this point. I think that one was dying yeah. out anyway. Uh, it just stinks when you see a name like that. Especially you imagine someone now they're like in the hospital. Like, what do you want to name her? Let's go with Karen. Yeah. Karen's good, right? Karen is good. Yeah, I in like that. twenty years she can be a pain in the ass. <laughs> oh, right. I'm sorry to all the Karens out there. Again, I feel horrible to the Karens out there, man. That, that sucks because the I'm sure there's some good. Was... By the way, there was um. So the girl who coughed on the people at the Brooklyn Bagel Shop, her name was Lauren, and they put her last name out there because once you once uh. you do something like that, it's open season, right? So they put the girl's last name out there, and it was a somewhat common last name, and anyone that had that name was getting killed. Oh, so no. I saw this one girl tweet out, I am not the coughing Karen. By the way, uh, text machine, Ned, Chad, Eugene, oh, Chad. Bruce, Chad is a good Wilbert. One. Right. 
<laughs> I don't think there's enough Wilberts in the world. Wilbert. I think I think Chad might be the one. Wilbert's harmless, man. Come on. Yeah. Wilbert's not going to cough on people in a, in a bagel shop. No, because Wilbert's not allowed in because he's 94 years old. Neither <laughs> is Bruce. Bruce feels harmless to me. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce is uh, harmless. Eugene? Eugene's a good one. Chad's good though. Chad could be the. I think Chad. Todd might I, cough on you in a in a bagel shop. Yeah, I, oh, I think yeah. guys. I, if we're gonna go down to the finalists and maybe people can vote on which is their favorite, I'd probably go between Chad and Todd. I think it's got to be one of those two. I feel like we need to tweet this out. The male equivalent of Karen. Right. Yeah. I think we need to pull Ned. Someone said Ned. Nah, Ned's harmless. Ned Flanders. Yeah. Ned yes. Flanders. How do you Ned do, Yeah. To all those beautiful Karens, I like you, and I like your name. The male equivalent to Karen, though, is Sal. Nobody is called Sal anymore. Dan Lebitard, we call him middays right here on 560 The Joe, Monday through Friday. Those little iguana lizards we have all over Florida, they can scoot. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. They can. Yep. Uh. Stugatz will regale you with his weekend observations in just a few minutes. Hold tight. This is the Best of the Joe Show. This is the best of the Joe show running back. Some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. It is a Miami Monday hashtag Miami Monday on Twitter at Dan day radio. Let me know what makes you so Miami and oh yeah. One of the best parts of Miami Monday hearing Miami artist. This is Jerome Mello born in Nuremberg, Germany. He's a military brat, but he's been living here in the 305 since he was 15 years old started his own brand called the cool era and it's a brand to make people realize that being creative is bigger than an individual and is essential to life here he is getting creative right now jerome mellow that's what i'm talking about the song espn his new album rome available now wherever you stream get it and enjoy it that is a jam right there. Stugatz, he got it too. He's hip-hop, and he's got your weekend observations. It is time for Stugatz to share his game notes. No one in the media will tell you what happened better than my boy Stu. Dan, apparently, with one Christian Pulisic goal that I'm pretty certain he scored... In a game that had nothing to do with the United States, but we digress because Dan, with that goal, U.S. men's soccer really is back. Really? Quick question. Can something be back if it was never here to begin with? <laughs> just something to ponder. Was it just me or did anyone else have no idea? The Belmont Stakes was taking place over the weekend. It's good to know there is somewhere else on the planet that they are racing horses <laughs> other than Hallandale Beach, Florida. Gulfstream, baby. Yep. I feel like the only two people on the planet who weren't participating in the race and still knew they were running the Belmont were Chris Felica 
and Hank Goldberg, the bear, and the hammer. Christian Pulisic, do it in the World Cup. Seriously. Okay. Enough. He's surrounded by good players. It helps when you're surrounded by good players. Do it when you're surrounded by bad players. Because other than you, that's all we have here. That's not how you pronounce his name. How do you pronounce it? I mean, that's like the one that you don't pronounce it like. You can do Pulisic or Pulisic. Whatever. Do it in the World Cup. I'll pronounce it right. Those little iguana lizards we have all over Florida. They get scoot. (laughs) That's crazy. They can. Uh, The Washington Pro Football Team. Announced they will retire the number of Bobby Mitchell, Washington's first black player. They also announced this is something they've been planning to do for a while now. By a while now, they mean roughly a week ago. Amazing how quickly the retiring of Bobby Mitchell's number moved up Daniel Snyder's to-do list. They will also rename the lower level after Mitchell, and remove the name of former Washington pro football team owner George Preston Marshall. Marshall was forced to integrate the team. Daniel Snyder, do me a favor. Get back to me when you remove the actual name of your team. Thanks. The Rocky statue has to be safe, right? It has to be. Yes. Report. The NFL is highly optimistic about the season, even as COVID cases spike. Of course they are. Wait a second. Rocky beat Apollo and Clubber Lang. All this led to a chain of events that eventually led to the death of Apollo. And if that wasn't enough, he trained Tommy Gunn, who beat Union Kane. Jesus, tear it the down. Rocky statue, tear it down. It's coming down. Tear it down. Wait, but then he trained Apollo's kid. Oh, that's right, and helped him win the title. That's right. I think we're okay. Okay, Dan, don't, don't tear it down. Everybody, Rocky, everybody, calm down. Is back, <laughs> Dan. You know what else Rocky did? He brought it full circle. Okay, way to go. Uh, that. Hey, baseball. Two words. Don't care, Richard Drysdale, with friends like you who needs a corner man. I'm not certain there is anyone who sounds and looks more like golf than Webb Simpson. Dan, you know what Dak can do now? Make it rain. Hey, Richard Drysdale, no means no. Congratulations to the Houston Rockets who 25 years ago won their second title that doesn't count in my personal record book. Death, taxes, and Ed Werder, 9-15 on Golick and Wingo, the day after some Cowboys news. He was there today. I mean, yeah. yeah he was there. Boom, Ed was there. He popped out of the, the ground. He popped out. He didn't even go. He's not coming from home. He's just got something that catapults him uh, from wherever it is that he is to stand like a statue outside the Cowboys facility. He like he didn't work for us for a while, and it was still happening. Yep. There was a couple of the years there where he wasn't working for us. You're right. In Richard Drysdale's world, it takes saying no ten times for it to mean yes. Father's Day text. It's a real catch-22. I received five texts from people wishing me a happy Father's Day, and I wasn't sure 
if they had kids and if I should wish them uh, a happy Father's Day in return. A real Sophie's Choice. God. What, what year was Sophie's Choice? What year? Uh, I don't know, but Meryl Streep is overrated. How about that? You agree? Seems like you do. But you agree it's a real Sophie's Choice, this I, whole thing. I, I don't. I'd like to know what year Sophie's Choice was. I don't have that information. Up. It was either that or going King Solomon, Dan. Dak Prescott. I mean, in this economic environment, who wouldn't sign something worth $31.5 million? Michelle, we as a mom, stray golf balls have become like the plague, like the crack cocaine of golf balls. I'm talking like pro V's are now like live grenades. Before, when you found one, it felt like you were in heaven. Now, during a pandemic, it feels like you're approaching hell. Speaking of hell, or priles. Dan, those are the weekend observations. Random golf balls. Random tennis balls, so awesome when I was a teenager and younger. Now, just pass them on the street and try not to step in dog doo-doo. Never doo-doo with Hawk and Crowder, especially when they're joined by Aronde Gatson. My ribs are so juicy, sometimes they'll put the fire out. There's so much beautiful juice and flavor coming out of my ribs. I want just one rib. That is next, plus it is Miami Monday. More music from a Miami artist on the way here on the Best of the Joe Show. Welcome back to the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan, Down on Monday. That means it's a Miami Monday. Got a Miami artist, Jerome Mello, originally from Alemanda, Germany, but now makes his home right here in Miami. This song, Break Fast. Mm-mm-mm. He is just spitting right there. Love it. Well, Miami Monday, Jerome Mello, not breakfast. Break fast. Cheese on my grits, throwing it down. Gotta love that. Speaking of food, Hawk and Crowder, they got into it with Aronde Gatston earlier today. Aronde Gadsden, former wide receiver for the Dolphins. Now, he and I are kindred spirits when it comes to food, usually. And uh, yesterday, as my great Father's Day rib debate was taking place on Twitter, I asked Aronde if he wanted to weigh in. Now, we talked about this uh, in the 2 o'clock hour today when Carlos Frias came on with us, the, uh, the food writer for the Miami Herald. So we're talking about ribs on my Twitter yesterday because I went to Bobby Rubino's. First time in 30 years I wanted to do that for Father's Day. I brought it home. We didn't go there. I texted Aranda. I asked if he wanted to weigh in. And he texted me a ba- he texted me back a picture of some ribs that he was currently cooking and said, yeah, I want to weigh in. And then I showed the picture of the ribs to Crowder. And Crowder said, OG should not be allowed to weigh in because, and I quote, those are burnt ass, dry ass looking ribs. So Aranda, <laughs> you come into this conversation with baggage. Crowder already does not respect your rib opinion. This is the point. And I can be the equalizer here because I, 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 I've watched, I watched the movie before and I can fix what you guys have already messed up already. <laughs> Going getting back to the rib situation, he has to understand, I don't think Crowder knows the difference between, I had showed you a rack of ribs, which I did, and maple brown sugar. They are caramelized color, but the other one is a beef rib. He had to cook that kind of like a brisket, so it has to be a little burnt on the outside for the inside to be tender. When you leave it in there for that long period of time, the outside's going to be 
burnt because of the seizing and everything I do. But I know he doesn't understand that. You know, he, right. he's, no. he's a beer no. guy. He's a beer OG. guy. OG, well, guy. we can get into it. I get my ribs. I take off the membrane off the back of the rib, the one that holds the intestines and all inside. I do all. I love my ribs, OG. I love my ribs like a child. Yeah, it's it's my child a, for the I afternoon. A, I had a pork rib. I had a pork rib, and I had a beef rib. The beef rib has to be a little bit more burnt than the pork rib. It don't the have to be burnt, OG. It can just different. be cooked more. Put it away from the fire okay. and let right. the smoke get right. to it, OG. Right. You, that's you that's letting that's the fire get to it. You, 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 you cooking your ribs on that little red red the first uh the, the, the tailgate, the tailgate you, you, yeah yeah the tailgate red one with the bubble top you cooking your, your ribs on that a, i got you're it. on a it's kirkland a you're on a kirkland grill yeah. you got yeah, the kirkland yeah, grill yeah 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 and listen i like you the got coal. my like first grill you yeah, you went yeah, out and bought my got. first grill your, your grill got three legs on it that's the problem well, if you got a grill with three legs He's trying to cook more than <laughs> hot dogs or hamburgers. You might have an issue. <laughs> if, oh. if your girl got three legs and two little wheels, little trainer wheel wheels, then you got it. Damn, I need to upgrade, OG. I appreciate it. Because I want to give, give you your props, Aronde. Where are you from? Where did you grow up? Because you've told us before, and I'm guessing you spent some time on the grill. Charleston, South Carolina. And, and, so and so there we do chitlins. We cook the whole pig, everything from the rooter to the tutor. We got pig feet. We doing everything, chitlins. We we cooking the, we doing everything, making the bacon. We put them in the hot water. We galling them. We taking the hair off. We doing everything. We catching our own chickens. We wringing the neck. We doing it all. And do y'all burn so, all uh, the meat or just the beef rib? Not all the meat, but see, the beef rib is one big rib, man. You, 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 you're not understanding. Standard, man. See, you, where you where you, where you from? Where you from? See, you I, went to Florida. I, when you went the Gators, when you went to the swamp, they kind of mixed you up a little bit. But all right, I yeah, got no, you. no, no. I got my my Atlanta back is where I first started barbecuing, and then I would be Central to South Florida with my barbecue, man, with the wood chunks, not the Chitarco OG. You got to have your okay, wood in there to get I, your. It, it, it sounds to me like OG. It sounds to me like OG understands this more than you do. Do you soak your wood? Do you soak your wood, or you just put the chips in there from? You got to okay, soak your woods, right, but if you don't, right, OG, right, you'll right. catch on fire. You don't want them to catch on fire. That's, what, that's what I'm asking smoke. you. That's all I'm asking you, brother. That's all I'm asking you. I'm not talking about your grill right now. I'm just asking you what you do with your wood. Man. I soak, I soak <laughs> my wood. I soak my wood overnight, OG. I tell you, I soak my wood. Okay, overnight. all right, all right, all right, all right. I am, I am so <laughs> outclassed in this conversation. So my, my sauce gonna be. I like the gold sauce. You know what I'm saying? The yellow sauce. You, you, you probably from here. You a red sauce kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I can do. I can do the. I can do the mustard-based sauce, but OG, you okay, need sauce because okay. OG, my ribs don't need sauce. There's so much flavor through the marinade and the seasoning. You put sauce on it, and you're actually taking flavor away from my ribs with sauce. So, 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 so you 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 marinate your ribs what three hours that same day? Like you got up oh. yesterday OG. morning, and said, I'm gonna I'm cook the ribs at, at ten o'clock, and then by four o'clock they done overnight. I got a I got a drawer in the bottom of my refrigerator, OG, that I get my slabs and I put them in a big garbage bag. And I put so many seasons and onions and and garlic cloves and all in there. And uh, Italian dressing is my little secret. And I put them Ooh, in there. And I let them. Okay, Ooh. I know. I, I fished it out of there. I fished it out of there. That's your secret, Italian dressing. Oh, Nobody then, from the south put no Italian dressing on their ribs. I'm telling you that because y'all don't know how to make ribs. And then y'all get all that assist assist acidity. 
Acidity, finally, someone needs my information. Acidity, <laughs> and the juices is in there. OG, my, my ribs is so juicy, sometimes they'll put the fire out. There's so much beautiful juice and flavor coming out of my ribs. Down on, on the coals, okay. I oh got you, man. Goodness. Listen, man, does it sound what like happened? he knows what, what he's doing? I mean, does it sound like he knows what he's doing? You know, sound, sound, sound like, sound like, sound like he, he probably still. Wrapping them in aluminum foil and, and put them. but you know we gonna work with them. We gonna work with them. I don't know what happened here. Rhonda Gadston, former Dolphins receiver, has joined us. I was gonna ask you about Tony Romas and Bobby Rabinos and Flanagans and and yeah, I don't no, know what just happened fun. here. Because Chad ain't going to come inside not smelling like a bit of smoke. He's going to be like, I got my ribs. They ready. You don't smell like no smoke, though. If your toes ain't smoky, then you ain't cooking no ribs, man. Your clothes got to be smoky, man. Your clothes got to be smoky. It's like walking to somebody's house and seeing they cook the ribs on a, on a gas grill. That's the, I would just time to leave, huh? It's time to leave, OG. Well, how do you feel? He, he, I, I, I like when I was told earlier in the show by Carlos Frias, the, the Herald food critic, that I have a simple palate, a, a juvenile palate, because I like ribs that are slathered in barbecue sauce. Crowder oh, doesn't yeah, even put the... sauce on his ribs. You, you so from, where you, do you, you stand from on Chicago, this? Though. You're from Chicago, though. You're from Chicago, though. You're from Chicago. That is true. Listen, I, I, I like it slathered in sauce. I don't like sauce on the ribs, but I would like to have the option of having two sauces on the side. One's going to be mustard-based, <laughs> golden, because I'm from South Carolina. The other one can be whatever you like. I like it to be a little spicy, a little barbecue sauce, but I like to dip my ribs if I want to. But if you don't, if you don't have sauce on them and they taste good, like Channing says his is, but I'll go with that. But no sauce, no sauce. I'm on the no sauce side. But this this is my thought, fellas. You you dip a chicken nugget. You dip a chicken tender. Do you dip a Chilean sea bass? Do you dip a good a good T-bone steak? When you make something to perfection, you don't need no dip. You dip chicken nuggets, OG. Well, t- t- talking about chicken nuggets, the best ribs probably the McRib from McDonald's. Be quite honest. <laughs> there you, you go. You really want to know? <laughs> there we go. You know, the, when I see the sign that say the McRib, I'm stopping That's immediately. Right. The little pickle, the little pickle on that thing. Uh, listen, I like the <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Like wait a box. second. I want the box. I want it. I want it. I want. Wait a it. second, though. Wait a second. You leave the pickle on the McRib? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I do. Oh, I do. I do. I like. I, 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 I like. I like. I like the pickle. I gotta find it. I don't know whether it's on the left side or the right side. <laughs> But I, but I, but I like that one pickle. On Sometimes the it's under the sauce. Sometimes the yeah, sauce yeah, is so thick on the McRib, you can, you got to go digging for the pickle. Sometimes they put the pickle under the whole McRib, like it's on the bottom bread. I don't like it like that. I, I, I take the bread off. I find the pickle. I, I place it where I want it in the first bite because that's 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 how you get a good good bite of the McRib. Hey, you know McRib only sold for, for a short period of time, so you got to get in there and get that McRib when it's yeah. When I'm with you. That's it's like, like a, it's like driving by Krispy Kreme and they got the hot now sign yeah, on. You gotta on. stop yeah, it. You gotta go in there. <laughs> gotta, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. see the yeah, McRib yeah. thing, if I see the little yeah, letters yeah. underneath the big McDonald's yeah, yeah, sign, yeah, yeah, McRib yeah. is back. And you know they never, they never have it spelled correctly. They never have it spelled correctly. They're missing the R or the B. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know the, the McBurr. The McBurr is back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I got my McRib one time in the wrapper. Like they done wrapped it like. They don't have the box. We out of boxes. Can I give you the mixer? Yep, give it to me and then wrap it up. Wrap it up like a whopper. Wrap it. Wrap it. You can get me double try. meat. I got you. Get double meat on the mid rib, OG. You can get double meat. What 
You can get a double rib. I don't think I can make it through the bread and a double rib. I don't think I can make it through. You're so right on the box, though. If they just wrap it in that paper, it does not taste as good as if it doesn't come out of that McRib box. If it don't come out that, they got to come out the McRib box. Like, I don't want it. It's in the paper. No, going to the next McDonald's. You're leaving. Go if they don't got the box. Yeah, no, they are the boxes. I don't want the McRib. It don't taste the same. It tastes different. <laughs> it tastes so different. So different. I don't know what what it is they got in that box. They might have got some nitric oxide or something in that box. Some box makes the rib taste so good. What about fried <laughs> ribs? Something else. I'm, I'm torn Ooh, on those. I'm torn ribs, on these fried, fried ribs, ribs, man. Listen, 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 listen. Them fried ribs hard to make. My boy, you know, our, our boy Donnell Bennett makes some good fried ribs. But I, I, I feel so, I feel so... I feel like my arteries may not take it if I hadn't. Like, I know I'm going there. I got to do some laps, do some running. I drink some water for two, three days. But you fry a rib, boy. They good now. They good. But, boy, yeah. your arteries, boy, you need a pump. You need a pump oh, after that. Ronde Gadsden, <laughs> former I Dolphins receiver. Hog, have you had a fried rib before? So, I, I don't think so. We were talking about it earlier, and someone texted in that Trick Daddy's restaurant makes fried ribs. Ribs, and then I think they were telling us Twin Peaks. Did you tell me Twin Peaks Crowder yeah. makes the fried ribs? Twin, I don't Twin think Peaks no, ribs I don't, fried. Do I, I don't no. think I've ever had fried ribs. I mean, are they noticeably crispier? Yeah, yeah. They drop them in that thing. That thing flash fried. They drop them in there. They fry them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds yeah, delicious. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah, singles. Yeah, you, yeah, can't yeah. Get a, you can't get a slab of fried ribs. Yeah, fried they, ribs yeah, are always singles. singles. They single. They always yeah. come one rib. Can I get one rib? That's all they come in. They come <laughs> one rib at a time. You know, How much for you just know, one rib? You, you know who should have fried ribs? Tucker Dukes. I did a lunchbox Tucker place. Tucker Dukes, place. there we go. <laughs> they, 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 they should have a fried rib on their menu. That'll be my next uh, my next menu item. They got to get Jamma and Slamma yeah. in that kitchen. You get Jamma and Slamma in the kitchen, you can make there some ribs. You you, yeah, you're going to get all type of stuff. Rib, the riblets, you know, the little falling pieces off the rib. You're going to get mm. the rib. Rib riblet sandwich. You're gonna get them rib tip sandwich. That's what I like. Rib I like tips. the burnt little part. Yeah, them rib tips. The They're not bad. Yeah. They're not bad. Yeah, yeah. That would that make a good sandwich right there the next day. Who put them on some white bread? Gotta be white bread, soft in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Now what if you uh went to somebody's barbecue and they had Kirkland ribs? No 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 bueno. No bueno, no bueno. Like, like, like you know, you know how you find out. You're like, hey man, you go into the house. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Happy Father's Day, blah blah blah. And you get you a drink, the water. You twist the cap off. You go to the trash can, and throw the cap away, and then you see the little plastic from the ribs, and it say Kirkland ribs. And you'd be like, yo, oh man, you know what happened? My, my keys, uh, they in the car. I gotta go. I'll be right back. You know, I think <laughs> I just tested be- positive. I better get out of here. I'm in quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> you got some COVID ribs over there, man. We gotta go, man. We gotta go, go, man. Hawk Crowder, Ronde Gadsden, they're killing me. I didn't eat last night because I was celebrating too much and I just went to bed. So I haven't eaten in 48 hours. Now I want some ribs so bad. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get out of here. Sarah Spain is next. I'm going to go home, maybe have some of that funky Buddha to settle me down a little bit, then get into some pasta. Just butter, pasta, spices, some garlic. Yeah, it's going to be good, going to be good. Why was I celebrating? Well, it was Sunday, Sunday funny, but also a lot of good birthdays today. I guess I was subconsciously getting prepared for it. My man, Clyde. 
the Glide Drexler 58 today. LSU legend Pistol Pete Maravich, born on this day in 1947, RIP. He died in 1988. Kurt Warner, the QB, 49 years old, come to the defense like Champ Bailey, 42 years old. And, of course, got to show some love to the ladies. Meryl Streep, she's having a birthday. And Cindy Lauper, she's still one beautiful hot mess. And that's what we do here. Hot mess it up. Weekdays from 6 to 7 on the Best of the Joe Show. Remember, at Dan Day Radio on Twitter. Send me a message. Let me know what you're thinking. Hopefully, I've helped you glide through Monday. And that is not always easy to do, especially if you have an empty stomach like mine. I'm going home. I'll be back tomorrow to hang with you right here on the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.